Hey everybody, welcome back to the Forcecast. We are done with Celebration, but we are not done talking about Star Wars because we have Obi-Wan Kenobi, and that is what we are going to talk about today. I'm Eric, and I'm here with Lou. Lou, how are you doing? I, I am tired. You're tired? <laughs> I'm still recovering a what week you mean you're tired? What have you been doing? That, uh, you know, there's a lot of celebrating going on. A lot of right? celebrating. I mean, yeah. Oh. You know, I, I kind of want to hear about the celebrating. It, 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 it was long nights. It was it was less sleep and yeah, eh, you know, flight delays and <laughs> all kinds of good Star Wars stuff that we got to talk about and fa- fawn over and you know all that good stuff. So so don't take this the wrong way, but tell tell me about your flight delays. Like this is the one time in the my entire <sighs> life where hearing about someone's flight delays might make me happy because then at least amongst all of this joy. You had a, a a moment of misery and and yeah, yeah it's well, one of yeah, those so you know it, it was it was the way back so it wasn't as miserable as if you, you know going out and missing stuff going type thing but oh that's good uh, yeah no so my flight's home um, Monday was be a long day to begin with flight was you know early afternoon get home around midnight and then work the next morning well my first flight was delayed so my connection was very very tight like forty minutes. <laughs> Ooh. And I'm like, okay, I, I can do this. I'll do the OJ Simpson through the airport, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Woofing it. And um, we got there and it was pretty tight. I got there. They were in, normally you get to the gate and you're waiting for your, your group to get called for boarding. And I'm in one of the later groups. So I don't have sky miles and special things and all this other stuff. <laughs> and as I stepped off, off the jet bridge for my first flight, my, my Apple watch goes off, says, Hey, your group's boarding. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, uh, I hoofed over what should have been a quick little moment. It's a pretty big airport, um, Minneapolis, St. Paul. So get, got over oh, there, get yeah. to the gate, got right on, which is good, got in the plane. And then we had tornado warnings and we sat in the runway or sat in the taxiway for two hours <laughs> before we took off. Wow. Which got me home even later. And it was just a, just a very, very long day. I, I My head hit the pillow at about 3.30 in the morning. Oh. I had to get up at five or six to get to work. So yeah, it was it was... Not a pleasant day back from, from celebration. You know, I, I have to think I would rather have a three-hour delayed flight where I can be in the terminal than a one-hour mm. delayed flight sitting on the plane on the tarmac. And you had yeah. to sit there for two hours? Two hours just waiting for just the winds sit. to die down so we could get off, yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That would have drove me and, insane. You know, flight, and I'm claustrophobic. These so. days. If flights are full these days, it's very tight. And, you yeah. Know, put the headphones on and... Watch some oh, stuff on the iPad, and yeah, it was not pleasant, nuts. but got through it. Well, we're we're glad you're home, and we're glad that uh, you got to hang out at Celebration. And for those who are wondering, yes, we are going to talk about Celebration. There's a lot of stuff to cover, um, including stuff that you can go and see right now on YouTube. But uh, there was yep. a lot of news, a lot of uh, speculation about things coming soon. But right now, we are in the midst of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Exciting and, stuff. Yeah. And by in the midst, I mean that they released half of the season <laughs> in the course of five days. And you can look at it as like, yeah, we got half the series in, in a few days. And you can also get like, oh, it's halfway over. It's halfway over. done with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. See, you finally feel my pain. I've been talking about all this time about, you know, they're too mm. short. Yeah. I mean, you know, so. We got the first two episodes released on 
Thursday evening um, earlier than they originally thought they were going to mm. because they did a red cover premiere at Celebration. So anybody that got into the Kenobi panel that morning by lottery got tickets to come back and see the first two episodes in the, the large um, arena type hall they have at um, um, the convention center in Anaheim. And right. um, I think at that point they released it pretty much right when that was done, I think uh, around nine o'clock or so you know, Pacific time it got released. So everybody else could watch it. And, uh, I know then I would have stayed up. Yeah. It, it, I don't think it was widely publicized. We kind of speculated on it and I, we were at the final first bash that night and I kept checking my phone for Apple or for Disney plus and mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, it's released. I'm like, Oh, but I can't really leave here. <laughs> like I'd like to, <laughs> but oh, wow. yeah. well, that's all right. We, we all got to see it on our televisions while you guys had to watch it on your phones. Yeah, here I am. So now Thursday morning, you know, Friday morning was the first day I was going to go in early because I got my tattoo on Thursday morning. So I didn't really worry about getting into the queue hall very fast. Um, but Friday, I'm like, I want to make sure I go in. I want to make sure I get the the Hallmark thing. You know, yeah. that's one thing I, I don't want to miss. Yep. So I'm like, I'll get up early and I'll go. And I, I, I may have overestimated how early I had to be there. Um, oh, so the queue hall opens at five or six, something like that. I, I didn't get there that early, but got up. I went down about 7.30 because we got there like at 10 or 9.30, I guess, the day before, and the queue hall was filled. I mean, you remember the queue hall from 2015 oh, yeah. when we were out there? That room was just filled, and it was about 10.30 by the time we got on the floor. So I'm like, I'll go early. I'll make sure I get, get theirs on, on, on the floor pretty quick. Um, so they have two two lines for the Jedi Master Pass holders that get in at 9.30. rest of us get in at 10.00. And I was in like the front of the first line to get in at 10 o'clock. I'm like, oh, wow. I walked into the queue hall and I'm like, there's nobody here. It's 720. I'm like, there's nobody here. I'm like, I am you too early. You could have gotten sleep. <laughs> I could have slept another hour. Wow. But I sat on the floor and I watched Kenobi on my phone. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. Oh, that's good. That's good. I, I did not sit on the floor when I watched Kenobi. <sighs> yeah, Nor it was, was it on it my was phone. A, it felt like a week before I could watch it onto a proper screen. I know, right? I, I'm I'm sorry. I I gotta just you know, I oh, I gotta have definitely. something cool that happened while you guys were out there, living it up with the celebrities and and our listeners who attended and all of that kind of stuff out in uh, Anaheim. So yeah, yeah. I, I I'm not going to hide my jealousy. I'm going to face it head on. Uh, but I I tell you what though, I want to hear about the the whole experience for you guys and, and all of that, but we're going to wait until mm-hmm. Tim can come back. I'm sure everybody's right, noticed right. that Tim has not said much this episode yet. Uh, Tim He's is really not quiet. here. You, tonight. Know, t- you know, quiet Tim is. Yeah. You know how Tim is <laughs> now. Tim had uh, some work travel going on. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, I, I, I got to check with him. Hopefully, he's going to be back next week. And we're going to cover um, various different things about the convention. What we're going to do is we're going to break it up into different topics. We're going to have an episode kind of talking about the Ahsoka series, an episode kind of talking about the Andor series, um, another one about the new shows that are coming out, et cetera. And we're going to break it down kind of topic mm-hmm. by topic and spread it out a little bit. Because honestly, yeah, we're, mean, not we're not going to get a lot news. more news for a while right we're not breaking any news this news is already out there in the mainstream this is just our take on it and yeah right yeah this is just going to be really uh our analysis and speculation and and things like that and hopefully we'll get an update from tim as to whether or not he's got his armor back oh yeah for those who didn't hear uh tim's armor his because he cosplays as uh, one of the mud troopers it did not arrive in time it yeah, did not we, arrive we at decided, 
They didn't. Well, yeah, we decided to ship our armor out there instead of trying to schlep it to the airport, and, which normally um, is a smart thing to do. Yeah, and UPS doesn't normally lose things, but yeah, they 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 do not have his stuff, and he's trying to track that down. So, wait, have um, they not found it? I thought they had found it. Well, they said they delivered it to the hotel uh, on Wednesday of, of last week after their celebration was over, and the hotel said no, not here, because um, they were going to refuse the the shipment and just have it sent back to sender because right. Tim's no longer a registered guest at the hotel. They were just going to say no, he's not here. We're going to return it. Right. But now they said they delivered it to a guy named Bill. There's nobody at the hotel named Bill, so <laughs> they're, oh, they're wow. looking for it. He's got he's now got customer service involved ahead of you know higher up than just the, the frontline support. So hopefully we'll get some some um satisfaction. Um I and mean, you know, he's never had problems with UPS in the past. I haven't really had problems with UPS in the past. My armor did arrive at, uh, when it was supposed to. Um although as a as a security measure, I did throw one of my Apple Air tags in my box, shipping it back. You know, um, I think I would purchase one just for that. Yep. Yeah. Which is kind of cool because I, I just I tracked it before we started recording here tonight. And it, the funny thing is, you know, I would assume that when, when the box moves from any vehicle to any building, UPS is going to scan that every time it moves. I mean, that just makes perfect sense to me. If it's coming off a truck and going to a warehouse, it should get a scan. If it's going out of a warehouse into a truck for the next movement, it should get a scan. Yeah. My package says it has a scan on the 1st of June leaving the facility in Anaheim. Has not had a scan since then. I know it's been off a truck in Chicago. And I know it's been back on a truck and been, went to Rochester, New York. I know it's been off the Rochester, New York truck, and now it's in Massachusetts. So it could be that the, the, the customer-facing side of it isn't getting updated, but I think for their system yeah, I would hope to so. function, I hope like in order to stuff, functionally get yeah. the things into the right locations and stuff, they have to be scanning it, and they're... You know their but, you know, shipment the past, distribution. You used system to be able to look at this, and you'd see all the scans for everything every time I move somewhere. But now, you know, I don't know. Yeah, just, I don't know. I hope you're absolutely right. That's what my thought was too. That hopefully they have internal scans that say where this box has moved to, because right now it's like I could see it. You know, on the Apple AirTag was kind of cool. I could see what corner of the building it was in. You know, within right. a few feet. Yeah, because um, somebody walked by it with an iPhone, and the iPhone said, "Oh, there's an AirTag." You know, and here you go, Lou, here's your, here's your box of armor. But <laughs> can you imagine the employees working there and, and like their phones are picking up 30,000 different air tags throughout their shift? <laughs> yeah. Pretty uh, wild stuff, but technology works. So, yeah. All right. Well, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about Kenobi. So like we said, we've got mm. the three episodes that have been released so far. We have three more and, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of waiting on this, but there have been some, we we will say fairly well substantiated rumors that number one there's been a change to the ending of this series and number two the series is now going to get another season okay so i can't talk about what the change at the end is uh we'll talk Mm -hmm. about that after episode six airs but uh the change is directly tied to the fact that they want more episodes. So apparently I'm assuming the reception for this was just so overwhelmingly uh, positive and excited and, and all of that, that they decided, Hey, can, can we get another season of this? Mm-hmm. So they're making some sort of arrangements to, to so, facilitate. So that. Let, let's back up for a second about kind of our thoughts uh, ahead of this, kind of what we thought it was going to be. And, and I know you, you were into more spoilers than I am, but um, you know, whether or not we, we wanted this series, if we thought it was yeah. the right thing to do. Um, and I, for one was a little bit concerned 
uh, with the series called Kenobi, uh, as much as I love the character and I love Ewan McGregor's portrayal of him, you know, my whole thing was, hey, this is a guy who is on Tatooine to do one job, stay hidden and kind of right. make sure nothing happens to Luke. Right. How how fun or how um, exciting can we make make a story about this guy be? Right. And and I thought that the way they work this with what's going on so far, and by the way, we're going to talk about spoilers for the first three episodes. So oh, yeah. If you Spoiler haven't watched alert. it, go, go, go watch it. Yeah. Um, I thought the way they got him off planet in, into a adventure was brilliant. Yes. I, you know, I, I didn't, I, I had no thought in my mind we're going to have Leia in this, in this series. Having her be the reason to get Kenobi off world. I thought it was brilliant. So remember two or three months ago, I said, okay, so they're going to show you why he's leaving and you're going to say, oh, well, yeah, obviously that makes sense. And it's like <laughs> the only thing it could possibly be, but I can't tell you what it is. But once you yeah, see yeah, it, yeah. you're going to be like, oh, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Leia. I it, mean, it, and I'm glad I didn't because when I saw that on screen, I'm like, oh my God, this is fantastic. And the, and the actress they have playing Leia in the writing for Leia is fantastic. I am so happy with what they've done with what the actress has done for this and the writing they have for her. Yeah. I, I, mm. Oh, no, no, (laughs) it's not too bad. So I, I've heard a lot of pros and cons. I've heard a lot of people who were thrilled, um, Mm -hmm. with the portrayal of Leia. And I've heard some people who were just absolutely annoyed by it. Really? Wow. Okay. My, my take is this, The actress, the girl who's playing Leia, does an incredible job, especially considering her age. Mm -hmm. Child actors are notoriously, well, they're inexperienced. Right. You know, acting uh, requires a certain amount of being able to understand what a person would do in a certain situation. And if you don't have a certain amount of life experience, you're not really going to be able to portray that very well and children actors that's why a lot of professional actors don't want to work with pets don't want to work with with children it's just really really hard to do well and i thought she did fine i i thought Mm -hmm. again especially for her age she delivered everything well especially in the third episode i think that there were uh a lot more scenes where she had to display some emotions other than brattiness and uh, it worked well. Now, that being said, I do kind of feel like in the second episode, the writers pushed the the snarkiness a little bit. Like, they leaned pretty heavily on it to kind of get that they did. Leia-ishness across, mm-hmm. which worked, and that's fine. But I do feel like it was a little bit heavy handed. And I think really that that's maybe what a lot of people are getting annoyed by. I don't think it's that the actress did a bad job. I think it's that. I guess I could see that. It was like every Um, word out of her mouth, every sentence in that second episode mm -hmm. was either her whining to her mom about not getting to go run off and do what she wants as a kid would. That's fine. Or Mm -hmm. it was her getting up in other people's faces and, and telling them off. Yeah. It just felt, like I said, heavy-handed. And I kind of let it pass for that because we're only getting six episodes on this, and I kind of figured they need to really set this up. I agree. Um, And, and, you know, the the rumors about a second season, and nothing's been officially announced by Lucasfilm yet, but um, 
uh, you know, why wouldn't they do another series, another another season? But in my mind, it's like, okay, how much are we going to really be able to do this and, and still maintain that thing of Obi-Wan being secluded and being hidden? And this is only nine years before the events of A New Hope. So, you know. So, yeah, I, I have zero zero spoilers or or even hearing other people's speculation on what a season two could be but i do have some ideas on, okay. on where it might go see, and i want to wait you know, in, until we see all of this season first right. though before it, i say it, anything interestingly enough i would like them to take a spin-off from this and say okay let's do a series about the inquisitors or let's do a series you know we don't need to have kenobi i mean yeah well, we, you let's know, talk about the have, inquisitors but, okay let's well so first to your point that you brought up before about our expectations going in. I was just oh, glad yeah. that we didn't get six episodes of watching Kenobi sweep his front porch all day long, <laughs> because I mean, it's, it's Tatooine yet again. Um, <laughs> no, my, I was thrilled early on when the leaks started coming out that it was going to take place primarily off world off of Tatooine. That was when I started to get a little more comfortable with it. Okay. And that makes uh, sense. I'm, yeah, I, and I'm very no happy. Uh, with it so far. I'm, I'm very uh, excited about the different locations we've gotten to see. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, it's exceeded my expectations that I had a year ago. Like as I've been getting spoilers, I've been kind of closer to what's actually happening. Um, okay. But a year ago at this point where I was like, Oh really? Yeah. Now I'm on board, uh, but the inquisitors. So we've got mm-hmm. um, Reva. And we've got um, one of the brothers. I lose track of. I know. I think it's the fourth brother and the third sister, and the right? Reeves the third sister, half cousin, and <laughs> yeah, I. I'm your father's brothers, cousins, roommates, friend, wait, right? Um, so I, I lose track of, of some of the numbers sometimes, but of course we've got the Grand Inquisitor, who I thought was really good. We've got mm-hmm. Reva, and we've got one of the other brothers who's kind of uh, gunning for that that grand inquisitor seat. There has been controversy about Moses Ingram as uh Reva. I think the controversy is stupid. It all revolves yeah. around her race and, or the fact that she's a woman and it's gotten into this whole social thing that that we've kind of fallen into over the last several years and it's just it's tiring it's exhausting it's stupid it's it's just it's stupid and i don't even want to hear about it so i want to make it really clear to our listeners any critiques we give here is 110 percent separate from whatever that nonsense is that's going on online okay my my critique on it is this i think that moses ingram was a great choice for the character, I just kind of feel like the character so far is a little one dimensional and, and maybe it's just because there has been a lack of character development, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, have kind of a hard brings, time relating. She brings an attitude to star Wars that I don't think we've seen before, which, which I think is fresh and in, in unique, you know, that kind of, you know, you know, really gritty kind of, you know, I, you know, the way she talks about stuff is just matter of fact, flat out. This is what I want type thing. Yeah. yeah and very direct. So much of it is more grandiose in terms of how Star Wars is done. She's just, it's almost like streetwise um, discussions of what she wants and what she wants to do. And I think it's fantastic. 
you know, I think it's interesting because if you look at the character's motivations, it seems like she's motivated by bitterness. Like mm-hmm. you've got uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi being motivated by, uh, I'm sorry, strike that. You've got Anakin being motivated by um, love and then the loss of that love. So kind of grief. Mm-hmm. You've got Palpatine being motivated by greed. Um, you've got Dooku maybe being motivated by arrogance. You've got Maul, who's basically just a, a rabid attack dog. Uh, and it feels like with her, it's a little bit of bitterness about where she came from and her being abandoned and stuff. A lot of the Inquisitors mm-hmm. are former Jedi. And you get the, there's an implication mm-hmm. in the opening scene of the series that she right. may be one of the younglings there in that, that training room that then have to escape in order 66. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, we don't have any confirmation of that, but right. But that's all we have to go on. Like we don't really have a lot of, of character building, but I do agree with you though, that it is interesting. It is something we haven't really seen before in star Wars. It's just very, very blunt and direct. And mm-hmm. that aspect of it's interesting. I just haven't seen much depth yet so i guess i'm waiting holding off judgment yeah i mean and it's gonna be interesting to see what we get in the next three episodes yes right because we're you know we're gonna finish this up and you know i would like to see more stories about the inquisitors obviously going forward means a lot of stuff going on they are you know i don't know how many of them there are i don't know you know we have no idea what the names and numbers mean Uh, you know it's just it seems arbitrary but i'd like to know more about that I don't want to say society, but group of, of people. I, I feel the opposite. I, I kind of like I'm over them. Um, okay. They, they were a good foil in, in rebels and in, yep. uh, you know, fallen order. But I, I guess I just never really clicked with them as the villains. I, I kind of felt like they well, I, were. I don't think we ex- know much about them. That's well, that's, that's why. the other I mean, thing too. Like to I me, don't, I don't know enough to care. I guess. And I'm, I'm assuming that at this point, whenever the Kenobi story here ends, um, we're not going to see much more of them because I think at this point most of that is is over. Right. I mean. Uh, um, you know, and this is where you hear I'm going to beat the dead horse again that I've been beating for years about the whole thing of how do you forget about the Jedi of over you know a 20 year period or so and now we know it's probably only a 9 year period because the Inquisitors show up on the planet and they're like you know who we are and the guy's like yep you're, you're Inquisitors yeah. you know what we do yep you hunt Jedi so clearly the Jedi is still in the popular culture and, and people know what they are and now it's only 9 years until we all of a sudden everybody forgets about the Jedi um, but th- there's that story of, you know, I want to know why, you know, what happened there? I mean, they've been hunting Jedi for 10 years now. Um, obviously they've gotten a lot of them. Um, we had that one scene in, in the room where they had all the, the trophies kind of aligned on the shelf around the room, all the, all the lightsabers. Yeah. Which seemed kind of, kind of morbid, but kind of cool, you know? Yeah. So there's each one of those lightsabers is a story, right? I mean, how do they get all these people, you know, how do they, how do they bring each one in? I I definitely think we could benefit from learning more about them because what I don't like about them. Whether it's a novel or a comic, it it doesn't have to be a TV show. Yeah. I mean, it'd be more accessible if it were. Sure. But 
I think what I don't like about them is my lack of knowledge about them. And it's that absence of understanding that I find annoying. And and I think, to be fair, that's probably why I don't care much about them is because I I feel like, you know, they're there and that's great. And I know that I'm supposed to be interested in them, but I still haven't been given a good reason why. So it... It, it, you know, it's yeah. funny, and this isn't against you. This is in general. It's funny that that, that is a thing because I'm sure a lot of people have the same thought you do, but that's the same rationale behind why Boba Fett is so enticing because we don't know anything about him, right? And right. You know, it's like it, it's funny how they're both at almost diametrically opposed ends of the same spectrum. It's like that's a good. We don't point. know either one of these characters, but we don't care about this one. We care more about this one. But you know, it's interesting. Boba Fett was kind of a tease, mm-hmm. and we weren't told we should care about him. We just kind of did. The Inquisitors right. are like, oh, here's a whole pack of Darth Vader's, you know, little mini me's mm-hmm. that are going to run around and hunt down the Jedi. And, and therefore, like, these are the big bad guys and you should care. Right. So maybe that's part of it. I don't know. And, and yeah, and this is my own ignorance on, on where they came from and what we maybe know or don't know. Are they hired by Darth Vader? Is he running? He, he seems like he doesn't really care about them and like he doesn't even want to deal with them. So I, I don't know who, who, who were they put in power by who, who gave them the mandate to hunt down Jedi? Was that Palpatine? Yeah. My understanding um, is that they report to Vader, but they like Palpatine set this up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Like, I don't think Vader had any interest in it. I think Vader would rather just do it himself. But yeah. I think it's one of those things where Palpatine said, here, Vader, you now have these deal with it. And even then, I don't know, like, I, I think they defer to Vader and Vader comes and says, hey, I'm I'm going to assign you with something. And then they have to do it. But I don't think he, like, runs them on a day to day basis. I think he just kind of drops in and says, hey, you come with me. Right, right. OK. That's the impression but I get. That's stuff we don't know. So it'd be interesting right. to find out more about that. And I think yeah. that. You know, one of the things we're going to talk about in an upcoming episode is the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. the video game. I'm guessing we'll probably get more exposure to, to Inquisitors there. Uh, and we have some future content coming that I I speculate may have a little bit more to do with the Purge and a little bit more to do with the Inquisitors. Now, we, we saw the fate of the Grand Inquisitor in Rebels. Uh, and a lot of people who don't know anything about rebels assume that he's dead in episode two of Kenobi, mm. but he actually dies in rebels, which takes place after this. So, right. uh, you know, there's discussion. Are they retconning? Is it that he's not actually dead, et cetera? But I, I don't know. I mean, we could get a different grand inquisitor going forward. Yeah, that was my thing. I mean, we don't know much about that race. Is it, it you know, the guy looked just like him? Is it is it a clone of him? Is it, you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So th- there's a lot that, that's kind of up in the air. It's funny because IMDb originally said he was in all six episodes. Um, well, he definitely wasn't in the third. Right. When I when I looked at it after the first two episodes aired, I'm like, okay, so he's in all, because they're like, did he die? And I looked it up and, oh, he's in all six episodes. But... I don't know what it says now. It probably says five now. <laughs> Does but. the recap count? A little recap at the beginning of the... <laughs> That'd be a, it's a good way to rack up some credits. Bad way to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
All right. So the first episode, we kind of see where Kenobi's been all this time and what he's been doing. Um, oh, God. What an existence, huh? Yeah. Chopping up some big meat carcass of, I don't know what the heck that thing was. Yeah. I'm just wondering how good that meat is. How long has right? it been out in the sun? Well, and you see at the end of the shift, they all just kind of get up and walk away from the table and there's like pieces yeah, of meat. They leave it up. Like, like, what are you coming back to that tomorrow? What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. So, um, yeah, like what a horrible existence. And they really sell that too. I mean, they do the same shots like two or three times in the episode. So you really know that this is what he's been doing for 10 years or yeah, somewhat day less in, than 10 years. Day out. Every day. It's like, oh, goodness. Yeah, and and yet there was still some lighthearted stuff that you got to see in the episode, like the interaction with the Jawa. Yeah, I forgot about that. I thought that I thought it was hysterical. That was was funny. Yeah, I I need to get a new control board for my. Oh, I got one for you here. He's like, you know, really, you could we could clean it before you get back to me. Right. Uh, I mean, those interactions made the show fun too. I mean, it wasn't just yeah. You saw how dull and dreary his life was, and what what this great Jedi has become now, but. Things like that made you feel good about the show, too, right? Yeah. Well, and I think it, it helped show that, you know, there's still some humanity left in Obi-Wan. You know, th- th- there's still somebody there underneath all of the, the misery and, and um, I'm, I'm not sure what the right word for it is, but I I think that that kind of helped lighten what would have otherwise been just such a heavy uh episode mm. as far as just the state of despair and hopelessness and and um jadedness so but uh yeah so we get bail organa come back and say you know hey i i really need your help and uh, and we see another jedi find them too mm-hmm. and obi-wan's like no nah, you, you got the wrong guy and it's like really dude you know i got the force right <laughs> you know i can feel that you have the force right like you're obi-wan right, right come on yeah so yeah and uh and you know hanging from the rafters out in town square at the end of the episode that, that gave him that gave him the push he needed to do what he needed to do yep so we get to the second episode where we get kind of a, a blade runner-esque sort of cityscape which i really mm. liked i loved yeah. that that was cool. Cool design. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember all the planet names and, and stuff yet, but uh, really, really, really liked that uh, that episode. And we get Flea. <laughs> yeah. Flea from I'm, the Red Hot I'm Chili Peppers. I'm going, where do I know him from? And afterward, I figured it out. But yep. like, oh, my God. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And uh, let's see. What else did we have? Um, apparently, that assassin droid is not actually Forlom. From what I'm hearing. Yeah, I heard there was confirmed somewhere else that was another, you know, Lom character, Leo Lom droid, but not right. for Lom. Yep. Which, yeah, a little disappointing, but that's okay. Yeah. And I, I, I actually I'm happy with it that way because again, it comes back to that whole thing of everything is too neat and tidy and we have the same characters everywhere. I mean, chances are it wouldn't be the same droid, right? Um, probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That seems like a, a big enough sort of city with enough criminal activity and the kind of place bounty hunters might hang out. It wouldn't surprise me to have seen one of the empire strikes back bounty hunters there. Like mm-hmm. I, it would not have bought now. Like if a bunch of them had shown up, yeah, that would have been, it wouldn't break it for me, but I'm also happy with a new yeah. character. Yeah. Too, I'm, so. I'm okay with it. 
and then we get Kumal Nanjiani. Yep. As uh, was it Haja Estree? I think is the character name. And Sounds I kind of right, liked yep. what they did with him. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed the setup of that. I enjoyed, you know, the whole thing of where they introduce him to Kenobi and what he sees. And you can tell Kenobi's just seething underneath the surface going, God, this guy's a dirtbag. Right. You know? And and yet you kind of like him too. So mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a smuggler and he's a liar and he's a charlatan. And he's pretending to be a Jedi. And you have to wonder, like, how have we not seen this yet in Star Wars? There's got to no, be people no, wait, faking so- it all over the place. Right. I would think so. Yeah. Well, no, because nobody knows about the Jedi anymore. So no, sorry. Well, that's um, the next year. The, <laughs> yeah, bi- next the year, big yeah. global mind. Everybody, f- everybody forgets about Vader it. comes no, in and snaps so- his fingers and 50% of the galaxy forgets <laughs> about the Jedi. Um, so one thing about him though, and now I'm unclear whether he was a Jedi or not. Now, now not a never knighted Jedi, but mm-hmm. is he a, a force sensitive person that was in the Jedi Academy earlier because he makes allude to the fact that he knows Kenobi and Kenobi remembers him. And yet I've seen stuff online saying that he was not a Jedi. No. So my understanding is he is not a Jedi and I don't think he knew who Kenobi was until he started seeing the wanted posters or the, the, the bounty later in the episode. Doesn't he have a line where he says, you remembered me, you remember my name. And I thought that was like, but that was when he he found him in the street. No. Okay. So here's how it worked. He, he did not know Kenobi was a Jedi when Kenobi okay. first came into him because he was even going to show him some tricks in the force and, and stuff like that at first, right at first. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so then Kenobi leaves, then the signal goes out to everybody and, um, Haja picks, picks up on that. And that's when he first realizes that that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. And then when he goes and he finds him in the street and Obi-Wan remembers his name, that's where he's like, oh, you remember my name. Okay. So I don't think he knew who Obi-Wan Kenobi was before that. Okay. Because I took that as as if he was a a youngling that was never really trained in the force very well and was using a little bit of what he knows and some trickery to get by in the world. Uh um, that, that's how I took it. Yeah. Everything I know about the character indicates he has zero force sensitivity. Okay. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I get the, yeah, I guess that makes sense too. Yeah. Um, it would not, uh, this is not a spoiler, but it would not surprise me if we see him again by the end of the, the season somewhere. Hmm. I don't know if we will or not, but it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. I like so. the character. So yeah. Actually, um, IMDB says four episodes. So, well, they still say five episodes for, um, uh, the the grand inquisitor now too. So they've taken one out of the six because he wasn't in the third episode. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. We we just don't know. Yeah. Which, which Mm. is good because they don't know either. And there's been a lot of security about this. They haven't let a lot of stuff out. So. Um, it says Flea was in, was Flea in two episodes? Yeah, I guess he was at the end of the first one, wasn't he? Okay. Yeah, I imagine he was, yeah. All right. Um, okay, so we get past, uh, the second episode, they escape, and they move on to another planet, 
which is uh, used to be a nice planet. And now it's being strip mined. Um, they hitch a ride with an alien with kind of like a like a mole sort of what what what's that type of yeah I guess I'm trying to think of what it's, it's like a little mole or something that has those little things on his nose like in real life right right well it was like a catfish type mouth but not yeah fish, really gross so yeah. do you know who the actor is who played that who did the voice no I don't Seth Rogen really yeah that's cool so, so anyhow, um, we get to see a little bit more out of uh, Leia's portrayal here. We also get a new character, Tala, played by Indira mm. Varma from Rome, Torchwood, Game of Thrones. People probably recognize her from various different things. I liked her character a lot. I like that whole Underground Railroad thing, um, mm. which mm-hmm. also goes back to Haja's thing from... The previous episode. Right. So. Well, you know, he shows up at the coordinates on the planet and he's like, there's nobody here. The guy lied to me. You know, it's like, right. I, you know, and then she explains later, look, there was a, you know, something happened here. I was late. There were, you know, everybody was looking for you guys. And, you know, I was stuck in traffic. Well. You got to give me a few yeah. minutes to actually get there. Yeah. Locust, a terrible plague. And uh, then we get, we get the big reveal of uh, Vader showing up. Now, yeah. That was one that was one thing with the spoilers that was a little bit off. A lot of the spoilers and leaks said that it was going to be episode four, and it turns out it was episode three where we okay. get the big fight. And I don't think it's any spoiler to say that there's going to be another showdown later in the season. I mean, that's kind of like anybody could predict that. Yeah, right, right. So so we are going to talk yeah. as if there will be something like that coming soon, because I mean, there kind of has so, to be. So, so now let me ask you this, and this is kind of one of the big things that, that in my mind was having a hard time with Kenobi as a series back when we first heard about this was, you know, how do you do this story compellingly enough and not bump into what we already know of these characters and how they interacted and, and meetings they've had since, um, you know, we had, Anakin Flambe. Um, the, the fight scene, it was fine. I was a little bit, I, I would have been happy if we had just one scene between them at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, to, you know, that's it and be done with it and then we're, we're gone. But now it's like, well, okay, so now they know each other exists still. And, and what, you know, yeah. why do we have this big thing nine years from now on the Death Star? Well, and so the one thing I want to talk about in regards to that is everybody has been been caught on that line from a new hope. Mm. Um, when last we met, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. And they're like, right. oh, they're going to retcon that now or this or that. I'm like, what is there to retcon? All mm. that has to happen is in the final moment that they have together prior to a new hope, Obi-Wan either has to kick Vader's butt or... Obi-Wan has to outsmart Vader in some way. Right. And that's all right. it takes for Vader's line of when yeah, last we met, I was but the learner. Now I'm the master that holds up. It's so easy to make that line hold up. There's no need for any retconning. Yeah, I know. I totally agree with you there. It's it just, I guess in my mind, a lot of people's minds, you know, we heard that line and it struck so well with what we saw in, in episode three. Revenge of the Sith, that yeah. it works perfectly. And now it's like, now you're going to have <laughs> to do other, something. The other episode three. 
it's <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, to, to make that work well, it's like, okay, I mean, I get it. And I'm not, right. I'm not by any stretch of imagination complaining about this because mm-hmm. it is what it is. And we're good. They're going to work their way out of this. I have faith that this is going to hold up really well. Yeah. Um, it's just, to me, it's a little bit, I was a little bit jarred that we had the fight between them so early in the season, even though it's halfway through. Um, it didn't seem, it didn't seem necessary, I guess, this early. I get it. Um, but if you look at it from a literary point of view, you have to have the failure. Right. So that when Obi-Wan has the success at the end, it feels like it was more unsurmountable odds in order to get Mm -hmm. there. So you have to have Obi-Wan get his butt kicked first to make the climax and the finale more visceral, more emotionally satisfying. So from a literary point of view, I get it. Um, from like how things would happen in the real world or what I would want to see. No, I, I would have been fine without it, Mm -hmm. but I do like the way Vader kind of, so first of all, Vader completely had the upper hand. Oh yeah. And I loved how he did the cat and mouse thing. And I love the fact that he was going to cook Obi-Wan like that's such a Vader thing to do. You're going to cook me. Yeah. Now you're going to see how it feels. Yep, and I drag you through the flames. I yep. loved that. The only mm-hmm. thing I didn't like is that then he let him go. So yeah, I've heard talk about that in line too, and it didn't seem. It seemed like you've been like, just go through the flames, dude. Just you wear an armor. Just you know, go around it. You, you, or just you wave your hand, and a big gust of wind blows the flames out, or something. Or you just reach through the earlier. flames and grab Obi Wan and lift him up him above through, him. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't seem seem like sloppy writing for that. I guess. Yeah, there were ten different ways that he could have still gotten to him, and there and then people mm-hmm. are like, "Oh, well, he he let him go on purpose so that he can suffer more." I'm like, "No, he told Reva that you know the the Grand Inquisitor doesn't matter. The only thing yeah. that matters is Obi Wan, and then Kenobi, he flies yeah. all the way out himself to this remote place to take on Obi Wan himself. He's not just going to stand there. Oops." Yeah, I, I don't want to get, you know, I, I yeah. PTSD I about cape, fire. My cape singed, yeah. Right. And and so he's just not going to pursue him. That doesn't make any sense to me. That felt so no, it, out of it character. Yep. So I loved all three episodes, but that was the one moment that kind of didn't sit right with me. I'm like, nope, Vader would have got him. Yep. He's been but I can also... Him past that and let's see what's going to happen i mean i'm not yep. it doesn't break it for me you know it's not like it's like uh you know so when we talk about breaking it i, I want to be clear like it broke me out of being engaged in the story because it made me sit there and say wait a minute he wouldn't have done that exactly, but it doesn't yeah. break my enjoyment and I, I think this is what you mean like it doesn't break yeah, the enjoyment think, of the series yep. it's it's not going to be one of those things where oh this series sucked and here's why I, I think it doesn't break the show. Nope. It broke me out of, like, it extracted me from the moment. It took me out of the moment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But it didn't kill it for me. Yeah. No. Yep. Now the show's fine. At, now, I, I will say this. Uh, 
I'm I'm glad to hear about the changes at the end, and I want to see what they do because there is a similar moment coming that I can't wait to talk about because I kind of feel like the writing doesn't make any sense about the very, very end of the series. So, okay. And I know nothing about the spoilers. I'm yeah. looking forward to talking to you about And, and we're not going to, I'm not going to, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, listeners. Cool. I'm not going to spoil cool. any of it. But, um, it reinforces, in my opinion, the fact that we need to accept it's Star Wars. There are plot holes. There are, yeah. you know, sound doesn't travel in space. There's, there's physics that don't work. <laughs> Yeah. And we're writing a story a show. It's to okay. fill in some details about something that happened 40 years ago in cinema that, you know, right. of course we're going to have some, some, some changes. I mean, things, things look different. Things are easier to do now, you know, thematically and stuff. It, yeah. There's changes. We need to make them. You need to just suck it up and deal with it. I mean, yeah. it, and the, nice, the nice thing about this show in general is I know people that have kind of sworn off Star Wars, um, if not from the prequels, from the sequel trilogy, definitely. Um, and it won't go back. The, the only thing they want to watch is the original trilogy, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Coming back to this and going, okay, I'm I'm back in. I, I I like this this series so far. You know, it's funny. I was out somewhere today and talked to somebody about the convention a little bit. They actually brought it up. And uh, at work, we have a couple of new people in the department, and they were talking about Star Wars recently too. And it it hmm. I think it's a good idea that they put the movies on hold because in almost not the discussion today, but in almost all of the other discussions I've had with people recently, one of the first things they say is they hate the sequels. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as they start talking about the television stuff, they go, eh, Mandalorian's good though. Yep. Yeah, Book of Boba Fett eh, is okay, but I'm looking forward to that Kenobi thing. That Kenobi thing looks like it might be pretty good. Yeah, and I think that, and I know people that have not even liked, you know, um, the other TV stuff, Mandalorian or anything else, Book of Boba, and yet they like Kenobi. Hmm. Okay. I I think Lucasfilm is probably smart in holding off on the film stuff, and I had said the opposite previously. But I think mm-hmm. I was wrong. I think it's smart for them to have really just focused on this, not given us too much to focus on about the movie uh, world, because I think they need to get people trusting them again. And I think that this is how they do that. They certainly are getting people to trust them again. I mean, this stuff, and, and I've liked all the TV stuff, whether it's animation or live action, mm-hmm. um, much more so than the sequel trilogy. And I think the sequel trilogy just suffers from that thing of, hey, we didn't have a plan. Right. Um, at the same time, though, it feels it felt very weird to come out of Celebration and, you know, Tim and I are walking back to the hotel after the closing ceremony going, they didn't mention anything about a theatrical release of anything at all. Not even a hint of it. It's like, it seemed like a, like a strange void. We needed to have something in there. There was also one other thing missing from celebration. Any word at all about the Lando series. No. Yeah. So we'll discuss this a little bit more in one of the upcoming Mm. episodes, but um, the Lando thing, just real quick, apparently it's just that Donald Glover's, schedule is very busy and they're waiting for him to become available. 
Okay. It's still on. They just have no news. And that the theatrical okay. stuff, again, we'll talk about this very soon. But my understanding yeah. was that at one of the panels, they did mention that Taika Waititi's movie is due to be released at the end of next year. I think it was mentioned, yeah, like in, almost in passing. But I'm like, if yeah. it's being released next year, we should have had more than we just a, a title. Oh, yeah, by the, we well, should by have the way, had casting. Yeah. yeah. But a director. <laughs> well, that's the only thing we got. That's a whole nother discussion that we would have yeah. Tim involved with because, you know, it's the whole I look at this as the whole two sides of the same 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 coin here. We have Marvel on one hand and Star Wars on the other, and one's doing it really well for movies and the other one's like going, um Yeah, those things they put in the big screens and the big rooms with all the chairs. We gotta do something like that. Yeah. I I kind of I came out of celebration thinking, okay, it's not as bad as I expected, but it's pretty close as far as we didn't really get a lot of news. We we got a couple of really tasty bits. We got more news here than we did but, at Celebration in Chicago. Well, Celebration I mean, was Chicago was basically just like a little family reunion get together. Like there was nothing yeah. there news wise. There was nothing released. Right. Yeah. It was like this one, we got a lot of stuff coming out, and I'm, like, stuff I'm really excited about. So Yeah, but you've got a, you had three, four years. I mean, I would well, like yeah, to you, think you've got something. I'd been surprised if we didn't, but you know, who knows? Right. You know, we've come out of conventions before thinking, what they announce? Nothing. But you know. Right. Yeah, you're, you're kind of riding that emotional high from the convention, and then you get home, and, and you look at your notes, and I'm like, you know, oh, well, there's like four things. Right, right. But... Like I said, there were some tasty bits. There are some things to discuss, um, mm-hmm. and there are th- some things to get excited about. I, I think that there are a couple of, uh, there are some, I, I won't give any particular spoilers away, but there are a couple of things that came out of Celebration I am really looking forward to discussing. So I think it was good. I, I think it was okay. It worked out okay. We have nothing to worry about. And I think right. that the future of Star Wars is in good hands. We'll see how the movies go. <laughs> yeah, but we'll talk about that too. All right. Well, that's we going to do it. I think. For... Hey, I got one more little tidbit for you. Yeah. Before we get off this. Um, just a, a fun thing from celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, we had gone to, um, so Tim and I went out early. We had to go to, um, Batu um, on Tuesday before the celebration started. And we got to go to the Avengers campus on, on Wednesday. And I then hate you. We went back to, back mm-hmm. to on Friday night when they yeah, had Star Wars I, I hated you then too. Uh, yep. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, so we, we actually were there, and in the, in, we were trying to get into the Ogus Cantina. We finally got a, got a table to get in. Yeah. And um, we had a shared booth um, with a bunch of they they people cleared out. We're sitting there, and then it was it was Carrie, myself, and Tim, and this group of six people came in and sat down with us at the booth. And you're allowed to stay in there for 45 minutes, and you're allowed two drinks. And people try to push it to get a third drink, and, and you know, I'm sure it's not the first time it's been done, but you know. People try the Jedi mind trick to say, no, you'll bring me a third drink. <laughs> so nice. The funny thing was the group next to us, they were probably all in their twenties. And, and one of the guys orders two drinks in the first round, drinks them both. And they were the strongest drink in the menu. And that had one there. They're, they're pretty potent. And um, they came around to get the orders from the rest of the group And the bartender, the waiter we had at our table, he was this kind of snarky guy that really didn't think that he cared, but he was in character. He played it really well. And we joked around on our side of the table and we heard him over there and he's like, he's like, so you want me to break the rules and bring you a third drink? And the kid's like, yes. And he waves his hand. And he goes, you'll bring me a third drink. And the guy's like, oh yeah, Jedi mind trick. <laughs> and the kid's like, ah, he's like, so you're calling me stupid. And the kid's wow. like, wow. Uh, he's like, 
well, let's let's look at this. Let's analyze this. He goes, who who does the Jedi mind trick work on? Weak minded people. So you're calling me stupid. <laughs> He's going on and on. He's like, what are you going to do to make this worth my while? What are you going to what, what can you give me to bring me a third drink? It was, he played it perfectly and Tim nice. and I and Curry are laughing down on the table and I'm like, this, I'm like this is clearly not the first time somebody's tried to pull a Jedi mind trick on one of these right. bartenders to get a third drink and this guy had it mapped out perfectly it was fantastic that's awesome <laughs> and that's he ended awesome. up did getting a third drink so it was good but. oh <laughs> so, okay. so you're calling me stupid <laughs> Tim and I heard that we went what <laughs> that's hilarious um, wow. and, and that's the kind of thing when you get down there a, a lot of the the cast members will be in character, and I was I was kind of surprised because yeah. on the Star Wars night they had most cast members weren't, and and I tried role playing with a few really? of them here and there, and and people were ignoring you know the Batu speak of you know rising moons and you know till the spires and you know, I'll be honest just, that whatever. that side of it kind of annoys me a little bit. Yeah, the, but it, but that, that's your entry into vernacular. hey, I know I know what's going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, know, no, it makes sense. Like it's a good thing to have. It, it's just that's my own autism. Most of the kind of weren't speaking, doing but... any kind of role play at all that night. I was like, that's weird. I'm surprised to hear that to this night, and you guys gave us nothing. But wow, and on Star Wars night too. That's the on Star Wars night. Yeah, because you guys went earlier in the week, on, and, uh, and they were in character. Right? They were fine. And they were in character. Yeah, it was great. It was great on that Tuesday. Yep. But I wonder why it was different. I don't know. Maybe it was just that, I don't know, more people hmm. there and just stressed out and who knows. But Well, you know how those Star Wars fans can get. They can get, yeah, fussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Okay. Once we get uh, Tim back, we're going to probably take a little bit deeper dive into that too. Because we want to hear about the Batu experience as well. Because I think that that's, you know, it, people can't go back and, and redo Celebration. They can go to future Celebrations, but they can go to Batu. And mm-hmm. so I know a lot of people want to hear about how that experience and was. It was it was Tim's first time there. It was Carrie's first ride on Rise of Resistance because she hadn't been oh, there since that opened up. And nice. yes, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I've I've still got to go. See, we have to plan something where I like the three of us can go again, and it can be your third Definitely. time, and Tim's second time, and my first time. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. I was surprised at how both Batus were identical. Like I've down heard that. to the layout yeah, and down to. The layout and the stairs and up and down and the walkways. I mean, it was perfectly identical to each other. Um, yeah. So it, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I, I, I've got a, all kinds of questions I want to ask you, but I don't want to ask you now because I want to okay. make sure that we get it where we can have a dedicated discussion about it and I can ask Tim as well and we can really kind of dive into it. Yeah. We so. should have Carrie on that one too. So yeah. 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 We should bring Carrie in too. Yeah. Might run a little long, but that's okay. It'll be worth it. But that's going to do it for our coverage of the first three episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi. We've got three more to go. Next one's coming up in just a couple of days, this coming Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's not much left. I I hate that it's like half over just at the beginning. Mm. It's weird. It's it's, hard to get used to, but. But uh, I am excited to see where they're going to go from here. Uh, But that's going to do it for this episode of Force Chatter. Thank you for listening in. Uh, If you're not already subscribed, you can subscribe to this podcast or to all of the podcasts on the Random Chatter Network. If you go to randomchatter.com, you've got a list of them there. You can also find them uh, anywhere fine podcasts are sold. Not that they're sold. This is free and it will remain free. (laughs) 
And we're happy to do that for our listeners. We we do not put these things behind the paywall. We do appreciate the support, though, of all of our patrons. And um, you can go to randomshadow.com slash Patreon to learn how to support the network. And uh, we're making some, we've, we're doing some spring cleaning here on the network. Uh, reverting back to a focus on audio um, and trying to get these things released in a more timely manner. We're going to be looking again at uh, Patreon milestones and perks. So any of you uh, Patreon donors out there, we really appreciate all of you. We, we've formed some really good friendships with a lot of you through our Discord server as well. Um, and we would welcome your feedback as far as what sort of perks would be things that you would like to see as part of your uh, Patreon patronage as you are a, a member of the Random Chatter Network now. And, and we're happy for that. You can also help support the network by going to randomchatter.com slash store and picking up some t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, whatever you would like to have the random chatter, force chatter, guardians of the MCU, media chatter, any of the logos from the various shows on the network should be available there. And, uh, that gets you something that's really cool and it helps support the network at the same time. So that's always a good thing to check out. Uh, and we will be back next weekend with more force chatter we are going to be bringing back live streaming shows as well it'll be audio only and we will have an announcement coming soon on exactly what platform we're going to do that on it might still be youtube just without the video uh, but stay tuned and we'll have an update for you soon but that's it for this week until next time take care and may the force be with you